Welcome back to another episode of Transforming Trauma to Triumph. I'm here with our very special guest, Ms. Courtney Eileen, who is a spiritual teacher and intuitive coach. Hi, Courtney. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited for you to be here. We are actually very much in alignment with the work that we do. So I love to connect with, you know, kindred souls. Um, but for our audience that isn't familiar with you and your work, uh, let us know who you are, what you do, and who you help. All right. Well, I am a spiritual teacher and intuitive coach, and really it all began with Reiki. So Reiki is always a part of what I do. I'm kind of known as the Reiki lady and the oil lady. And uh, so it really is a combination of everything that I use in a session with clients. And so it's, I love the work. I'm sure you are feeling the same. It's always unique and individualized for exactly what the client needs, but in all the ways I help people with feeling into, that's kind of my gift, I guess I would say, is I really have this ability to go into the emotion. And that's what I normally tend to feel at the beginning is either people's emotions, or I feel kind of more of their personality and their characteristics until we kind of get that energy opened. And then we just start to dive in and whatever people are holding on to that they no longer need or whatever they're coming to. And they're like, God, I've been on this hamster wheel for so long and I'm just ready for something new. So it's whatever their real goal and intention is to get out of it. And then I love the work because it's always unique and individualized to them. And it could be us going over chakras or just going right into, you know, something that's, that's deep and that we pull the root out. So it's always whatever they need and whatever they're there to learn and giving them the tools that they can use in their daily practice so that they can start to learn how to use their own little guidance. You know, we all have our intuition and that is the ability we can get on our path and see where we need to go and see how things align. So that's really my overall goal is to help people have that within their own daily practice and giving them the tools that they can start to use and allow that to expand because it's always going to grow in one way. You know, we start with something over here and then we just get led and whatever is meant for them to start to come, come into and use in their life is I feel like what comes through the sessions and then it's, just grows and expands from there. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually had somebody ask me that question earlier was like, you know, like what, like would your like path to this or that, like give me an example. And I'm like, I like, and, and I can tell you, I'm just present to what is right. Like when you're just, you're just there, like whatever comes up, that's what we're dealing with. Whatever that day is, it will be different from a different day from seeing the same client, you know, cause every day the energy changes, things shift. And so just being present to what is and letting, letting the energy kind of lead you, like you said. So that's beautiful. Um, so how did you get started on this journey? Well, <laughs> so it's a, big, it's a big question. I know it's always a big question because you know there's always so many different factors to it. But right, right. to go all the way back, um, so I was married young. I married my high school sweetheart, and he passed away at a very early age. So I'd only been married for a couple of years, and I was 22 when he passed. And so it just you know created this big obviously, you know, what is life and why are we here and all of those questions. And then it was probably about 10 years later that I finally was led to Reiki and other things happened in my life. So it just created, it seemed like this pattern for me that was loving and losing. And then 
how do we pick up the pieces and how do we live again? And especially going through such a trauma of losing your husband and then feeling like, what is my purpose? And getting that strength to wake up every day and just decide to live and just choose to see positivity and happiness and that it's okay for us, you know, with survivor guilt to be happy and to live a life. So it really needed to, um, help me down this path of dealing with the pain. So I was just really holding on to pain as feeling like that was honoring him. And that's where I feel like I really started with just coming into Reiki and what is energy and what is this that we hold on to and what is this that we keep in, you know, all of these chakras that were brand new to me. So that's what led me. And then it just was even thereafter, you know, getting married again and having children and then he didn't want to be married anymore. So there was this now going through divorce. And I joke that like I get to tick off all the boxes on the applications like single, widow, divorce. <laughs> So that's the thing. Like, we've got to laugh at things in life. We've got to find that positivity from it, you know. So it um, it just, you know, brought me to all these, like you were saying, you know, you get this opportunity now to speak to all these people and meet all these wonderful, you know, different aspects of life and what we're doing and what we found. And that's just what I've loved doing for the last decade, really, is just getting immersed into whatever course I was led to or retreat or author and their workshops and, you know, just just kind of going down that rabbit hole path and letting it all come to me. And, and here we are today, you know, it's just all this beautiful mod podge of, you know, taking that information and then using it in the work that we do and letting us be, you know, guided by spirit. And I just get a kick out of it. Cause like you were saying, you know, a client is going to say, Oh, I need this session for such and such. And then you get in the session and it's like, well, spirit has a different plan for you because this is what you need in the moment, you know, and they always know best. And so we just get to, you know, follow along. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, <laughs> when we think about like, you don't know, and, and that, you know, obviously that question has been asked for me, but it's like, when you think about like the journey of getting there, it's always like this zigzag, like, you know, like uh, the rabbit hole that you said, and that's why I was laughing. I'm like, oh my God, it is such a rabbit hole. And once you get pulled in, you're like, all right, we're going, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, part of being, you know, a healer, you know, which we both are, I think part of being a healer and a teacher too, is like, you're going into the darkness, right? You were given so many, you know, really unfortunate, tragic situations, which, you know, maybe some people would not have recovered from, maybe people, some people that wouldn't have been able to pick themselves back up and to laugh about it now, right? But, you know, you as an intuitive healer, you went in, you learned your lessons, right? You took what was given to you, you healed yourself from it, and then now you're able to share it in this way to help other people. And it's, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I think that was really, especially over the last couple of years, was this understanding of this dark, you know, shadow self. And I think it's natural for so many of us that we're like, ooh, okay, well, we've all made choices. We've all been in these moments, whatever the reason was that led us there. But we've had these dark nights of the soul kind of experiences. And instead of us trying to push it away and ignore it, it really is now learning how to bring both into it. It's not just getting to play in the light and having fun and like everything's like, oh, yay, it's spirit, it's light, it's all the fun. But no, we got to look at the dark too. And then we have to allow both things to be present within us Mm -hmm. instead of judging it and then trying to shove it into a box and be like, okay, well, I know it's there. Mm 
but I'm just going to work on this stuff over here and play in the light. So that's been the last couple of years to me is really understanding how to shine the light on the dark and let it be present and get rid of all of the guilt and shame and all of the, oh, I wish I could have chosen differently. We chose it. We did it. You know, it's, it's where we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's definitely something that like, I sometimes I always think like, oh, like even with, with little things, right. Where I'm just like, wait, should I have done that? To, and then I always have to come back. Like I chose it, like commit to the decision and know that that was what was meant to happen. Right. And trusting that trust with spirit mm-hmm. again, that like the experience that you're supposed to be having is the one you're having. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, people have such a hard time with the trust, you know, and it comes up over and over and over again. I'm especially with you and I, you know, the work that we do, we have to trust, you know, cause it's not us. It's not yeah. us that's doing any of the real work except for just showing up and being that vessel. Right. And so it's like, we have to completely just give over surrender and trust. Yeah. And that's what we really are teaching other people to do is, You've got to trust, trust in who you are, trust that there is the good soul, the good heart, the good nature, and all of those things that we tend to look at as negative aren't really your truth. It's not who you, who you are and those things that you would choose now where you are with the knowledge you have, you would never choose it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Surrender is such a, oh man, like when I try to think about like my journey of surrender, I mean... I mean, over 30 years for sure of, of the walking to that, to that point, right? I think I'm, I'm still even fully coming into it. I, I don't think it's ever ending, you right. know, because even thing you think you surrender, then you like try to grip onto control again. And then it's just like this balance of in between trying to surrender constantly. Like, what was that journey like for you? Yeah. And I, I think that's like our overall uh, message of 2020 is surrender yeah. right? in so many ways and, and trust. But yeah, I think for my experience, it, uh, like I said, it was holding on to pain. I was holding on to these physical things because it was the last part of what you have when you lose somebody like that. And so there was major control in my life. Of course, when you're shook into the core of losing somebody, you want to try to control life because you realize how absolutely out of control and what we really don't have it at all except for our choices so um surrendering for me was getting to that point where I was like okay I need to change this 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 way of living and holding on to this pain isn't healthy for any for me anymore so that was the beginning of the surrender but like you said it's a constant thing still to this day and that the other thing I'm hearing to, to say and to share with people is we forget to communicate with our team of spirit. So we have this beautiful team there. They're always there. You know, there's your guardian angels, whatever you want to, you know, put in that category. I just kind of lump it all in. So God, creator, source, whatever you agree with and, and relate to. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, our loved ones on the other side, all of the different things, you know, I just lump into that team, but we forget to communicate with them. We forget to open up that dialogue. And so, so in the beginning, it was really learning of like, oh, it's not just me. It's not just all on my shoulders. I'm not just the only one here dealing with this. And so it was surrendering to that. Like, it's not just you. It's not just all alone. And you've got to deal with all this. So that was the beginning of it. And then still to this day, I'll find like, oh, when you're getting into your crazy schedule, you know, and you're like, oh, it's going to be this and that. It's like, 
No, reminder, surrender, because you have the ability to co-create and work with this team and that they really do help you out. So I have noticed, I don't know if you've, you know, experienced this too, but you just got this crazy schedule and you're like, I'm just going to be boom, 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 boom. And so instead of trying to control it in my brain way anymore and like, oh, okay, I'll move this and do that. I just learned to trust and surrender to my team because it always works out. Somebody will be like, oh, I can't do this appointment today or this needed to change or, you know, those things you can never see and, and foreshadow, but it happens. And then you're like, oh, that crazy day ended up being a really nice and smooth and in flow because I surrendered and I worked with the tools that I have, which is going, you know, in this dialogue kind of method of like, Ooh, this is going to be a challenge of a day. It'd be cool if something, you know, shifted and worked out. And when you trust there, it happens. And you're like, Oh, that was really cool. (laughs) Right. And being flexible and open to the way that it is trying to shift. Right. And I think, you know, like you said, control, control was a huge thing for me too. Right. Because, and, and going back to that team, that trust, because when you think about it, when you feel like it is just you, of course you need to have control over things because who else is carrying it? I got to carry it. It's all on me. But when we bring in that team, we're like, oh, wait, it's not just me. I'm not here by myself. I can release control to, you know, maybe the divine forces unseen, my ancestors, guardian angels, spirit. I can release control knowing that they got my back and whatever is meant to fluctuate, whatever is meant to shift and change, it is for my highest good. And coming into that trust, you know, it brings you so much peace instead of like, oh my God, everything is changing and our own judgments and expectations of like, this is bad. This is not, you know, this is not what I expected. This is not what I wanted. It's a disaster now. Right. And, and being, and always having that perspective of this is working out in my favor for my highest good, better than I planned. And, and that, yeah, it's a world of difference of life experience, obviously. That's a good point you bring up too, because I work with uh, coaches as well. So I help, you know, people who are just coming into this and understanding it. And a lot of people are like, oh, they canceled and I feel really bad. And it's like, no, that has nothing to do with you. If, you know, it's those thoughts of, ooh, this happened, so it should be bad. But again, you don't really have the full big picture and you don't have all of the context. Mm -hmm. So your brain is thinking and feeling like, oh, this canceled, this must be bad because of me. And so, yeah, let's encourage people to see beyond that, that it has nothing to do with you. And it's because of that own person. And you probably actually did your job because whatever you did, you triggered them in the way they needed to know, Ooh, I'm going to go through some stuff right here. And am I really ready to do that? Yeah, that's cool. Right. Universe. I'm like, stop trying to micromanage the universe. Just let it be, let it go and relax and allow it to happen. Right. So do less, allow more. Definitely. And that's been my motto for this year, especially. I want to get your take on what is happening right now in the world right now with COVID and everything on an energetic, spiritual level from your perspective. What, how can you explain this to somebody who doesn't get what we're talking about right now? Mm. Yeah, that's a juicy question because I would say, depending on the audience, I could go in five different directions with that answer, but um, I'll just, you know, allow my my team to come through and, and answer this with us. So yes. from an energetic standpoint, there's obviously something going on. We are shifting into a whole new energy, and then I'll go on to that with the spirituality side, I believe that as well. So I know a lot of people are familiar with the ascension and, you know, that kind of conversation of 5D versus 3D. 
So that's what I'm saying. Based off of your audience, you know, it could be like where they're like, I'm completely lost on what you're saying, but <laughs> break it down into somewhat. <laughs> right. We'll take that concept of 5D and ascension and kind of make it into layman terms of that we as a, as a human race are obviously living on this earth for a very, very long time. So we have seen, if we go back in science, that there have been growth spurts of us as a human race changing. You know, our, our DNA has changed, our brain, you know, these different types of things occur over history. And so I feel that we're in this time where we are changing as a human experience. So a lot of what we've been doing for years up until this point is already working with people and giving them this type of information and starting to paint them a picture of what this looks like. What does it look like when you work with your intuition? What does it look like when you live in a higher conscious type of life? And so now I think what we're doing is experiencing this as a mass. And it's like, here we need to change our energy. We need to change the way that we see ourselves as a human body versus, which I kind of feel like is the next phase, which I had been in for years of, okay, I'm a soul and I'm a human body. And now what does that life look like when I look at both at the same time? And now I feel like we're going into a, okay, here's where the 5D comes in. You're really in this kind of energy. You are a light. You are a soul. And what does that experience look like when you're really not connected into the human body and to what that brain feels is that type of experience? And I think that's the shift that we're going into is how do we live on this earth? How do we live as a collective, which is my biggest message is, unconditional love, no judgment. You know, you are me, I am you. We are all going through this. We all have that dark night of the soul. We all have that shadow self that, you know, instead of judging one another for it, we need to see the similarities in one another. We all are born to have this type of life experience. What are we going to do with it? And how are we going to come out of it leaving a legacy? And so I say it in a different way of, it's not our legacy of how we live this, leave this lineage for our children, but what is it that that message, what is it that that good thing that we can leave on the earth after we've gone is? So, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love the way you put that. Um, and it's, you know, for me, really understanding that, like, it's almost like the work that you and I have done, what kind of like prepared us for this year. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I couldn't imagine of going through it, not knowing how to ground and like, where is my energy and having patience, how many days at homeschooling children, I have to regroup and go, okay, where are you? Like, take a breath. Let's regroup. Cause I lose my own sanity. So yeah, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't. Right, right. I was like, Oh man, I'm so glad I started doing this year. So that when this year came, I'm like, I'm actually completely fine. Like I'm actually like so surrendered. I'm very like open to whatever it is and just present to, you know, my own stillness um, mm-hmm. amongst the chaos. Right. And so um, I think, you know, hopefully that, I mean, that is the goal of, of this summit really is to provide the people out there that may not be, you know, dealing with this so well or having challenges in their lives um, to really find tools and resources within our own stories of how they can, you know, really help themselves through this time through their own dark night of the soul if they're if they're going through it um for our audience that is listening right now let's say you know they're in a tough spot there things are happening you know internally externally what is something that you can offer to for someone to implement today um that might help them on their journey 
And this is going to be a challenge, you know, no matter what we say, there's going to be some part of this, what we suggest to them, that's going to feel like, Ooh, can I even do that? Obviously in my history, I have had many times of being in a very low depressed state. And when you're in that depressed state, the last thing that you really do is reach out for help because you're so low, you know, and then there's all the stories that we have in our head, which is, oh, if I, you know, reached out to somebody, I don't want to make them feel bad. Or what am I even going to say? Or, you know, there's all these things that prevent you from even picking up that phone. But that would be my first thing would always say is you've got to talk to somebody because nine times out of 10, that person is going to be so alone and so down deep that they don't have anybody within their, um, you know, I call it like their faith five, you know, like those five people that are your close circle. They're there. I know that they're there for you. So you really just need to say to somebody, Hey, I, and, and not even know the conversation that you're going to have, but just to reach out. And then the second thing I would say is again, and this is kind of a harder concept when you're in that depressed state, but what we discussed, you have a team, you're not alone. And so over and over and over, I would repeat that to you. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are loved. You are supported. You are loved. You are supported and breathe because I guarantee their breath is stuck here. And so they're not even like in the full body. Right. So those would be my first three suggestions is reach out to somebody, anybody, just say hi, just start some sort of conversation. And second is know that you're not alone. You are loved, you are supported, and you have this invisible team there. I guarantee you, you do. It is a, it is a given and you just have to breathe and come back into the body, come back into who you are and know that there is help for you. And you've just got to Take that first step and, and ask for the help and ask for something beyond yourself. Yes, beautiful. Absolutely. So helpful. Now, if people are looking to maybe connect with you and your work and, you know, your offerings in the world, where can they, where can they do that? Yes. Uh, so my website is CourtneyEileen.com. And I'm sure you'll have the spelling of all that. And so on my website, I do have free offerings. And so there's like a little member vault hub that they'll get subscribed into. So I have a meditation corner. There's a wonderful light bath meditation, which would also help the people who are feeling really low just to allow the light to kind of wash through them. It's nice and relaxing. That's the least you'll get out of it. And then for my other offering, that's really more in depth with a lot of tools is an audio guidebook that I wrote years ago. And then during the whole shutdown and when we were in quarantine, I took each chapter and added to it whatever we needed to receive. So it's all recorded. It's all audio. So you can listen in the car, wherever you are. And it's like three hours plus now. <laughs> so, and you'll learn a lot about me because in those, I'll do the my own exercises and tools, obviously, as we're going through it. So there's a lot of my healing and my releasing and, and just learning how to look at something and kind of process through it. Oh, that's so beautiful. I actually want to get the, the light bath meditation. That sounds so good right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good one. It's nice. Um, we're going to actually attach uh, Courtney's links and all of her information in the email that you got this interview in, as well as on the page that this interview is hosted on. Courtney, you are such a light. And mm -hmm. I honestly, I, I didn't want to say this earlier, but like, I feel your energy, like literally pulsating through my crown right now. <laughs> and I was just like, this is so great. <laughs> I love it. 
Thank you. Because that's always my goal is just to hold the space and hold the light. So thank you. Yeah, you definitely are. And thank you to you, uh, our audience, for tuning into another episode of Transforming Trauma to Triumph. I'm your host, Diana Min, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you.